Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Exploring Faith, the podcast series from the Salvation Army in Morley. If you want to hear more from us, all of our services are streamed live at 10.15 every Sunday on both Facebook and YouTube. Just search Morley Salvation Army. So, I ask you again, friends, what are the labels that the world places on you? And how do these compare to the labels that God sets on you? We're going to have a little think about that this morning. God labels us as invited. We are invited into relationship with him. We are invited to live as children of God. We are invited to live a life that is set apart for him. Take the story of Zacchaeus in Luke 19. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he's gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. The passage has many labels that the world placed on Zacchaeus. Sinner tax collector, wealthy. All the labels were defined by his life choices and behaviours, but that did not change the label Jesus placed on Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was invited, invited to dine with Jesus, invited to give his life for Jesus, to live as a child of God. Those labels placed on him by the world did not change how God saw Zacchaeus. What a precious truth for us to hold on to. The labels of this world, whether perceived as positive or negative, will never be able to change the labels God places on us. Jesus spoke of Zacchaeus's true identity, not what the world had cast upon him because of his behaviour, but who Zacchaeus really was. Jesus called him son of Abraham, invited him back into God's family, where he belongs. It's a big deal. God labels each of us as as invited, and that's a big deal. It's not just me, it's not just you, it's not just those who choose to live in relationship with him, but everyone around us is labelled as invited in the eyes of God. We are invited because we all belong to God's family. Our behaviour does not change that label, but instead the label of invited can change our behaviour and how we then choose to live our lives. Zacchaeus's understanding of his label of invited changed how he chose to behave. It changed how he chose to live his life. In the presence of Jesus, Zacchaeus's heart was changed. As he grew in relationship with Jesus, even just over that short period of time, Zacchaeus's behaviour changed because he understood what it meant to be invited by God. Because of this understanding, we can stop accepting labels placed on us by the world and we can stop putting labels on others. Our value doesn't increase or decrease based on what others may think or believe about us, 
but instead our value comes from the ingredients set out by God. God also labels us as upgraded. When we choose to accept our label of invited, we are upgraded to children of God. In Romans 8 verse 14, it says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. We are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Now, it does not get more upgraded than that, does it, guys? When we accept this label and this truth, we will begin to see ourselves as God sees us, as children of a king. Being a child of a king comes with great responsibility and we must work with the king to learn how to walk in his ways. This is a journey and a learning experience. We cannot expect ourselves to get it right every step of the way, but with the loving support of our father, we can strive to become more and more like Jesus every day. Like a young child learning to ride a bike, there will be times when they wobble and fall. There will be times when they want to give up. But with the support and encouragement and guidance from a parent, they learn to be competent and confident in their ability to ride that bike. Just because the child doesn't get it perfect the first time doesn't mean that they are any less loved by their parent. The passage of scripture uses the phrase adoption to sonship, such a powerful description of our inheritance. We are adopted. We are fully legitimized as children of God. We do not have to do anything to earn that right other than to accept our invitation of adoption. This label that God places on us of being upgraded to children of God, again, is not defined by our behavior or our choices, but instead is rooted in who God is and rooted in his master plan to be in full relationship with us. That then changes our behavior. We are invited. We are upgraded to children of God. And God also labels us as valuable. In Matthew 10, verse 29, we read, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Sparrows were held in contempt of little worth, just one penny for two of them. Jesus chooses to use them in this illustration to help us understand our true value to God. So if God cares for sparrows, how much more valuable are we to him? If the lowest of the birds have the care of God, how much greater is his love for us? Though the world may see us as invaluable, as not worth very much because of our behaviours or life achievements, God sets our value as much, much higher. The label of valuable that God places on us is nothing like the world's understanding of valuable. And in Romans 12, 4-5, we are told of our integral role within the body of Christ. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. The world would have us believe we must prove ourselves to be valued. We must work harder, get better, and be as good as someone else. 
but God already sets our value. He values our contributions, however small the human eye may, may perceive them. He allocates us space within his kingdom, within his almighty plan. God labels you, me, us as valuable. So when we choose to believe and acknowledge the labels God gives us, our view of ourselves and of others shifts from that of a worldly view to that of a godly view. We truly see ourselves as invited, as upgraded, as valuable. Our understanding of our purpose becomes clearer. Our confidence in the one who holds our future becomes sure. And the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds from that which is not of God. So today, if you're struggling to accept, you're struggling to believe, or you're struggling to live out your labels of invited, as upgraded, as valuable, I encourage you to dive into scripture and immerse yourself in the labels that God places on you, or to reach out to other Christians to ask for prayer and support. We're going to spend some time reflecting on those labels that God places on us. We're going to use a beautiful song that's going to be sung by Becky Price. It says, Who am I that the Lord of all the earth, who would, would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt? Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever-wandering heart? Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. Let's spend some time reflecting.